0: Tai Chi has to be embodied in a person, so the teachings themselves are just words on a piece of paper, and you can read all you want about Tai Chi, it's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, So what's going to get you somewhere is working with somebody, primarily, who can really show you a way, because the information itself, although it's important, it's a person, is more than half of it is is to do with a relationship. And it's, uh, it comes from having a teacher who has really looked inside themselves, who knows how their body works, who knows about emotions, who knows how their mind works, and who has developed through that self-knowledge a level of spiritual awareness that becomes then a possibility for the other person which doesn't exist without the teacher so I would recommend that people who first want to discover tai chi don't go first to a book and they don't go first to youtube by all means you can have a look at videos on youtube but to start with tai chi what I recommend is you look for a person a person with whom you can interact and tai chi is developed in that way that it's a system with a teacher and a student and that's how tai chi really works the most important basic element of Tai Chi is that it's always done uh, standing up and it has a very specific posture. Uh, so the posture in Tai Chi is with a straight back and with bent legs and that, that, what that basic position does is it uh, puts already a certain weight It's in fact a mild straining in your legs, so it it starts to activate a lot more feeling in your legs, which already gives you relief, potentially, from your mind. So by putting you in a position where you're standing up very straight and you're bending your legs, you're already working with gravity and you're working with your body to create already the beginnings of a physical experience, which gives you something to pay attention to. So, uh, the meditational aspect of Tai Chi comes from the focusing on the experience of the body. So the experience of body is not a picture, and the experience of body is not a word. The experience of body is something like a tingling, or a warmth, or a buzzing sensation. And until you are able to start to get into that experience of your body, you're not doing Tai Chi. So, qi exists on many levels, from the most basic, coarse levels of qi up to the most subtle, fine levels of qi. So, your simple experience of your body is body energy. The more subtle experience of qi would be more like the space immediately around you. So, when you feel somebody comes into your space and you notice that makes you feel different, somebody standing close close to you. That's an energy effect, that's because they're actually in your energy field. And then she goes up to the most subtle level um, which takes some time and sensitivity to really experience, but uh, intuition would be an example of a very subtle level of Chi. Uh, that when you're experiencing your body you cannot at the same time be thinking. So either you have a choice at any one moment to be in your thoughts or to be experiencing your body and you can't do both at the same time. So when you set aside time to practice Tai Chi you have that clear intention that Tai Chi is in the experience of your body and that as long as you're feeling your body your mind is not interrupting you. Uh, then what's happening, that, then you started a process. So you started a process at that point of uh, noticing how much your mind jumps in and wants to interrupt you all the time and uh, that initially can either be enlightening or it can be frustrating or it's possibly both so you, then you have a distinction okay I now can distinguish between when I'm in my body and when I'm uh, not and when my thoughts are distracting me and interrupting me so then you start to training yourselves. Um, the The difference with Tai Chi is that you're learning a very specific sequence of movements. So the specific sequence of movements uh, give you something very clear to focus on and pay attention to. The movements themselves are slow. so, So that is also encouraging you to calm down, slow down, and focus on what you're doing. And as I mentioned already, the standing up straight also puts gravity in your favor, so it actually helps uh, for chi uh, really to move more into your body because you 're standing up rather than if you 're sitting where you're you 're not using your body so you're actually when in in using your body you 're encouraging uh, your body to work more you 're giving yourself more to pay attention to, so it makes it easier to feel it the The area that's Um, then the unexpected area is that when you come into your body uh, you also start to notice more your emotions. You may either notice that you've got a lot of emotion or you may start to become aware that large parts of your body are blank or inaccessible. So that in the process of starting to experience your body you then uh, come into that field where you may start to get some insight and experience of your emotions. There's two practices which I do daily. I do three practices daily. Uh, I do shaking and breathing. Uh, So shaking, if I was gonna shake my hands, I'm just gonna shake them like that. And in shaking my hands, in moving them, I'm confusing a little bit my sense of knowledge of where they are. So all the time I'm shaking them, My nervous system is trying to work out where they are and they're moving so fast and now when I stop, they're buzzing and everybody has this experience so when you shake your hands and then you stop right now, like my hands are tingling and so that for for most people they can experience that on their own right now, you shake your hands and stop, that's the feeling of your body, you're not trained generally to feel your body, you're only trained to notice your body when it's in pain, when it's doing something wrong. The tingling is the pleasant part of your body, which your mind just discounts. So practicing shaking is a very good way to uh, give you uh, a little bit of movement to start to experience your body more. The second practice um, is standing. So every day I do standing practice. Um, Standing is a specific Tai Chi position. So to practice standing, it would be best for somebody to show you what position to stand in. It doesn't take long to to learn a position that you can stand in. Standing is is a meditation, and standing is an energy practice. So it's just like, for your mind, it's just like sitting, except you're putting your body into a different position, uh, and you're creating uh, a greater polarity. In your body in a standing position where there's more chance for energy to move through your body and the the third uh, area that I practice every day is specific sequenced movements Uh, so the form itself the Tai Chi form is a very specific sequence and when you learn a sequence you're learning to move your body in an orderly fashion in order So just by practicing orderly movement every day, you're creating order within yourself.
1: So the work I do, I'm a body-oriented therapist, so I work with people really um, therapeutically, so the the setup is is like standard therapy in a way, you know, two people talking to each other, but my focus is always um, on what they're feeling in the present moment in their body. And one of my aims is to help people be able to connect to what's happening for them physically and emotionally. And because of course our emotions are in our body, you know, that they're not in our mind, um, it's essential for someone to be able to have a sense of their body, to be able to connect to the the blockages. Um, And what often happens for people is that they've had difficult experiences at some point in their life and their systems Um, their nervous system and their their emotional systems find ways to keep that discomfort at bay and it's amazing that we have those strategies to sort of get through difficult times and get through troubled childhoods and so on. But often our bodies stay in a kind of freeze state and that means that it's really hard to access any kind of emotional, any kind of emotion really, and to have a real sense of connection to our bodies. So a lot of my work is about helping people, um, depending on the different experiences they've had, quite gradually connect to their bodies and begin to access their emotional life again. Because often if, if someone's gone into a kind of freeze or a shutdown to protect against difficult feelings, it's very likely they'll end up depressed because it's a very flat space it's it's you're keeping out negative feelings but you're also keeping out joyful feelings you've just lowered everything so that nothing can really get in and so it's a quite gradual process of helping people begin to become aware that they have a body and then feeling safe enough in their body to want to connect a lot of people don't really th- even think that they have a body in a funny kind of way. And then they also don't really um, necessarily want to connect to it or know how to connect to it. So that's quite a delicate, gradual process. And, and you know, Tai Chi, yoga, gentle movement, mindful walking, all of these things really help people to begin to develop a relationship with themselves in a deeper way. And I wanted to just ask you about somatic uh therapy. It's, um, can you can repeat what it is and, and then just give us a short description? Yeah, so somatic experiencing is one of the techniques that I work with and it's a technique that, that looks at how the nervous system has responded in um, a situation of overwhelm or, or trauma. Um, trauma's a kind of big scary word so we often use the word overwhelm. It's, uh, uh, trauma can be seen as anything that has overwhelmed the body, the, the emotions and the nervous system. So when that happens, um, you know, the the body might go into fight or flight if there's been a threat and um, fight isn't an option because they wouldn't win the fight, for example, or um, flight isn't an option because they couldn't get away in time, Um, freeze happens, which I was explaining earlier. Um, and the nervous system looks very calm and kind of shut down but underneath the surface it's revving with a huge amount of energy and this is often what's behind anxiety is huge amounts of old fear that's in the nervous system that can't find a way out so somatic experiencing is one of the techniques that works really well with this kind of excess old adrenaline and fear and helps the, the the body begin to process that, feel safe enough to process that. Um, And it also, a a little bit like what Tom was saying, is really about bringing the awareness to the body and finding an equilibrium there and and not... um, in doing that, in being more embodied, the mental thought processes that can be so torturous begin to lessen what often happens with people that are anxious um, or people that have suffered trauma is that they have a very small window of tolerance so so they they get um, very agitated or they go into dysregulation or panic or complete shutdown, depressed freeze states very very easily, they don't have much resilience so one of the ways of, of working with that, well the main ways I, I feel that are, are helpful are um, Doing things that broaden someone's window of tolerance, that's the aim, is finding a way to make a w- the window of tolerance bigger. And there's lots of different ways of doing that, which is amazing, thank God. <laughs> um, the most important that I always say to people, and the thing that you know I, I really, really believe in, is anything that helps you come into your body, because your mind at this point is not going to help you. It, it just creates more suffering, it's very difficult to, to get oneself out of anxiety thinking through it. And depression, we go round and round in loops and we don't get anywhere. But if you can come, again like Tom was saying, you know, if we're in our body we can't be in our mind as much. So anything that helps someone come into their body um, Preferably, if they're suffering from high anxiety, in quite a gentle, slow way. You know, I wouldn't say running on a treadmill for thirty minutes, but I would say gentle tai chi, uh, a very uh, an embodied walk in nature. Restorative yoga is brilliant. Um, any Anything that, that helps you come out of your mind and into your body regularly will build your window of tolerance. So body scans are really good. You can get lots of them online. You can get recordings of them. Um, Ten minutes spent doing a body scan. Yes, you might go into your mind every five minutes, but come back to the body. Gentle shaking or movement in the morning. All of that helps the nervous system begin to release some of the excess energy and come out of the mind. It starts to bring a kind of um, more equilibrium. It's not enough any longer for someone to, to just be, be um, seeing one therapist trained in one technique. Not that they have to see lots of therapists, but that healing is about, um, it, it is about addressing all the different parts of yourself. So um, in the same way that, you know, Western medicine sometimes feels quite dated to me because you go there with uh, a kidney issue and they just look at your kidney, whereas you go to a Chinese doctor and they look at the whole system. What, what's happening in the whole system? I think the approach to mental health has to be similar. It's not just about repetitive thoughts in the mind. OK, just look at what's happening in the mind. No, it's about looking at how someone's eating is, looking uh, uh, at someone's um, physical well-being, having them look at uh, the possibility of doing acupuncture yoga art therapy drama therapy all of these things are helpful and we're all so different and we all respond to different things That i think without that kind of um variety um it's just a much slower process um and the other thing you know the, the other thing that feels really important to say is that um you know so many people feel kind of embarrassed or ashamed about going to seek help. I see it so much that people come to me and they say, I've never told anyone about this, not even my partner knows. This doesn't know what a hard time I'm having. And, and it just feels so important to to, um, to help people begin to come out of that and to let people know just how much we all need support. We all need other people, and we all need connection with other people. And I think most of us have experienced shame, and most of us have experienced loneliness. And the best uh, remedies for shame and loneliness are our connection, connecting to another human being and, and empathy. And people can find that in therapy, they can find that in mindfulness groups, they can find that in
0: 12-step groups. They, there's such a rich variety.